950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. Robert Burrill is our favorite comedian here on the radio. Uh, he is kind enough to join us today to talk about his upcoming show tomorrow night and Saturday night. He's going to be over at the Comedy Corner in Minneapolis doing his shows with Max Chapman. I'll put a link on for tickets a little bit later on. Hey, Robert. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going well, man. Have you have you just been around town lately, or are you still doing the worldwide touring all over the place thing? Uh, if by worldwide you mean Canada, yes. I was up there doing some shows in Calgary a few weeks ago, and uh, I'm international, baby. You went to Calgary? Wow. I went to Calgary. Yeah, it was a lot of fun until I got back and I realized they paid me in Canadian, <laughs> so I didn't make nearly as much as I thought, uh, but it was still a fun show. So, I mean, that had to be fun. Have you ever for comedy? And this was my first week at the Comedy Cave, which is uh, a club uh, in Calgary, and they're very supportive of the comics and stuff. And it was it was nice. I had to uh, I had to transition or uh, I don't know adjust my material a little bit because uh, it's Canada, so they couldn't really relate to any of the mass shooting material that I uh, I do up there. The closest I get to mass shootings in Canada is hunting more than one goose. <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't quite the same thing. You, but you did come away with comp- comprehensive health care, which must have been nice. <laughs> which was great. Exa- yeah, I, I exa- there weren't that many hecklers, but I was like, bring it on because I know you guys will fix me. I might, I might have to wait a little bit, but it'll still be free. So I'm okay with that. Uh, did you, you know, the thing that always blows my mind about Canada as I go there, and I know this is the weirdest thing, I still can't get over the fact that the McDonald's has pizza. That's just weird, man. Oh, I didn't even, I, I guess I didn't go to McDonald's. I stuck to coffee shops, but uh, I didn't realize that they are very nice. I did, I have this bit on uh, the Taliban and how they hate their lives because they're working in offices now because mm. they're in charge of the government. <laughs> and uh, I was Go ahead. I'm not just laughing. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they didn't. They didn't become a terrorist to get a job their mom would approve of, right? Like that's not why you join the Taliban. Uh, but anyway, so I'm doing jokes about that, and then I hear just feel like groans, like, "Oh, it's like you guys are so nice. You won't let me make fun of terrorists." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I'm glad you got up there. I'm very glad you got up there. I mean, that is once again a sign of how much success you're having. Uh, you, uh, you're back in town here. How long have you been back? Did you watch the snow melt like insanely fast? I, I did. Yeah. I've been in town uh, a little bit now. I had some gigs last weekend. I was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and then, uh, Wyoming, Minnesota or Y for short. I had a gig, uh, over there and went, it went well. (laughs) Where were you at in Wyoming? Wyoming, yeah, there's a Split Rocks Event Center. A uh, really great gal, Allison, runs it, and she's trying to start a monthly comedy thing over there. So mm-hmm. I was their uh, guinea pig. And a decent-sized crowd, good laughers, so hopefully that can uh, become a spot for for comedy uh, on the outskirts of the city. She actually could be pretty smart here because uh, after watching last week tonight with John Oliver, and he was talking about how the fact that most people under the age of 30 can't afford a house anymore. If they're going to afford one, they got to go out to Wyoming. That means more people out there. So she might be onto something that might actually be a slick idea. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, on the outskirts as far, cause it, I mean, it's, it's still essentially uh, a home gig. Like I can anything within probably, two hours I can drive back two or two and a half I'll come back anyway but if it's just 
you know, something like 45 minutes away or whatever. It's a no-brainer, and it paid well. And, yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot of clubs in the cities. I'm at Comedy Corner Underground, obviously, Acme House of Comedy. But for a comedy fan, there's very, very quality comics uh, that you can see in multiple venues all over the area. Oh, that uh, actually one of the things. It seems like it's come back. It was up for a while, a few, quite a few years back, and it went down. But now... It really seems we we are starting to get a lot more comedy clubs again, which is a, which is a good thing. I think I, I think comedy is underappreciated as far as an art form, and I think when it's done well, it's as rewarding as any of the arts. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely uh, not as appreciated enough as because comedy is almost like like being a detective. Like everyone thinks they can do it until they try. Like you watch a lot of stand up, or you <laughs> watch a lot of true crime, and you're like, oh, how did those detectives not? You know, it's not many. You don't want look at ballet. You don't look at the NFL and think I could do that. But stand up comedy, there's at least two or three drunk people after the show who are like, you know, I'm pretty funny. I'm like, okay, good luck, good luck with it. <laughs> uh, I I loved it when I was at MIA, Minneapolis Institute of Arts, and they actually had brought in comedy. And I said, I'm so glad they did this. Now, they, it wasn't like they brought in Rickles, because, I mean, I, I mean and that would have been hilarious. I was about to say, well, who, who's performing at the <laughs> Minneapolis Institute of Art? That's Hello, paintings. How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like throwing tomatoes, but there's a canvas behind you, and it lands against the wall, and it's part of like a, a living living art thing or a... Yoko Ono thing where every time a joke doesn't work, I cut myself. That's probably too dark. But I feel like there's a few ways you can go with that. Robert Burrell, kind enough to join us. Uh, speaking of dark, uh, have you? Uh, is, I'll, I'll throw it out there. The politics of this country, uh, never-ending you know, corticopia of an absolute blah. Uh, is there anything that yeah. you've been uh, watching right now, anything you've been paying attention to? Well, I i mean, as you know, I do talk a fair amount of politics in my act, but I try to do it in such a way where even at least moderate Republicans or non-crazy like pro-life Republicans can get on board with it and try to find like a middle ground. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole Trump indictment thing has been uh, wonderful. And even, even in Wyoming, you know, if there's a way where they seem to be Trumpers, but you can still find a way to to make them laugh. Like, I feel like we're ready in this country. I want to, I want to see a monument, uh, built for our most corrupt president so we can call it Mount Hushmore. Uh, <laughs> and it'll be like Nixon and, and Harding and, and Trump. And it'll be the only tourist attraction to, to, uh, that will pay you not to talk about it. Like you didn't see anything, nothing to see here. <laughs> when you, when you went to Canada, I mean, Calgary is known as kind of a conservative part of Canada, but isn't that kind of like, you know, Chuck Schumer? I mean, I mean, isn't a Canadian conservative? I mean, did you really have to change it too much to, you know, as far as going to a more moderate ground there? No, no, not at all. Yeah, exactly. A conservative Canadian's like a, like a moderate Democrat here for the most part, as far as like how it translates, like a neo, maybe not necessarily a mansion, but uh, someone in the in the middle there, definitely. And I also did a fair amount of poking fun at Trudeau, which they appreciated. <laughs> uh, I just talked because Biden was up there, uh, and they were he was visiting with Trudeau, and I was like, "Well, you know, Biden and Trudeau have a lot in common, right? Biden was the vice president to our first black president, and Justin Trudeau was your first black faced prime minister, wow. and they ate that up in Calgary. Oh. They were." They were. Uh, it's a little bit dated, but fortunately, they do remember that uh, 
I mean, it's almost an adorable scandal by comparison to the stuff we have here, but uh, Justin's little slip-up. Well, the, well, it, we do have a slip-up here. I don't know. Did you see Lindell today? Had to, he's got to pay yep. that, 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 that cyber symposium they had at the Corn Palace out in South Dakota. He apparently, a oh, guy, I've done gigs at the Corn Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've played that route. I, I, yeah, we, we had the same booker probably, me and Lindell. <laughs> well, let me ask you something. You've been to the I Corn I could use some crack for that, uh, for that show, <laughs> the energy I needed. Go ahead. <laughs> well, let me just, let me say, you've been to the Corn Palace. If I'm thinking of a high tech symposiums, nothing screams at me about a building dedicated to agrarian policy. I mean, that's, that's, yep, it, it does that. Absolutely. <laughs> God. When when you were there, did did they did you fill it up there at least the corn palace? Uh, no, I wasn't. It wasn't at the corn palace. Uh, the, the venue itself. It was at uh, a bar like near the corn palace, whatever that town is called. What, what do you remember the name of that Iowa the oh, town that's got it? South Dakota is it Williston, South Dakota. Is it Williston? Oh, I I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it doesn't matter. Anyway, it wasn't a good show, which isn't surprising. Uh, one of the worst shows I've ever done, actually. Uh, they didn't advertise comedy at all. I get on stage with like three people there. They're watching bowling on bowling on TV. I was like, "How's everybody doing?" I just remember the guy turned around in the bar stool and was like, "Stop." Which was so funny because he wasn't mean. He just didn't want to hear it. And I was like, "Well, they're not going to give me the twenty dollars if I don't." Come up here and bomb for a while. So none of us are going to like this, but at least I'll have twenty dollars after. I was I was there. We were in town. There is a place right by the train station there that serves these fantastic sandwiches. I mean, really nice. And we we were getting ready to leave, and I said we we go to the tourist person and say, "Is there anything we missed here?" And she goes, "Well, we've got a subway." And it, it, took me, it took me a quick second to realize she was talking about a Subway sandwich shop. And I'm like, like this is something to impress people with. But I was like, okay, great. Well, we're done here in this town then. I think we can, we can head off to Rushmore and see the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Is it like, is it the first Subway? <laughs> did uh, did one of the guys from Rush uh, stab somebody in the bathroom when they were on tour? Like, is there anything? Is there like a cool story about this subway? No, it's just a subway, which makes it even sadder. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very sad. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> At first, I said, "Yeah, you think like the subway? Oh, you guys have a subway? You? Oh no, sandwiches. Okay, yeah, that's- it's, there's like six blocks of the town, so clearly it wasn't that kind of a subway." Uh, mm-hmm. Lindell now has to pay five million dollars. The arbitrator has come on out and said, indeed, a guy did come out and prove that the stuff that he had at that symposium at the Corn Palace in South Dakota was indeed not from the 2020 election. And so Lindell now, $5 million. And that's, of course, a reminder, he has a $1.3 billion lawsuit against him from Dominion at this point. I I, I don't think my pillow is going to be in business much longer. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, uh, did they say what the data was from? Was it just like rosters from like the New York Rangers from like the eighties, just like voter? <laughs> like, I, I'd be curious what is it like? Where, 
where that idiot drew data from? Was it like the Nielsen ratings from like uh, the Dallas finale or something? Like, look at all these. Like, this isn't even this isn't even political. <laughs> well, I got to tell you the truth. That's kind of the crazy part. Apparently, it's just sheets of numbers that don't make any damn sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like yeah, uh, Green Bay Packers statistics, uh, measurements of Victoria's Secret models from the late night. Like, none of this. None of these don't mean anything. <laughs> Oh, God. I, you know, I, I saw the Fox News thing. It, you got to admit, I mean, I know a lot of people are upset because Dominion did not make Fox News apologize and grovel. But, dude, $787 million. And you could just see them. I mean, the sweat coming off of Rupert, at, you know, at, you know <laughs> the, the thought about going to court with that one because it sounded like they, they, they had Fox News dead to rights in that trial. And then aren't there others? Aren't there some other lawsuits too, though? Like not Dominion, but I, I thought I saw that some other people were suing, or maybe it was individuals at Fox News. But oh. I thought there were a few more lawsuits uh, in the queue for them. Smartmatic is the other is the other uh, voting company they said was I guess working with China or whatever it was, and they've got a two point six billion dollar lawsuit, and apparently their lawsuit is actually even better than Dominion's was. And so, oh, nice. I, I, oh yeah, this is this is going to this is. I I don't know how much Fox News is going to have left. I mean, it, I don't know what they're they're going to pay, but my guess is they're going to have to downscale some of their talent, which would be pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half of their shows are just going to be Candace O and TikToks that she's <laughs> given them permission to show. <laughs> I can't believe Maria Bartiromo is going to be on that anymore. I I, I got yeah. it. I mean, I, she was the one. I mean, that's that's seven hundred eighty-seven million is courtesy of her. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, God. if Trump, I don't know if Trump is going to go to jail or not with the whole uh, 34 counts thing. But if Trump does wind up in prison, then it is one time where the Nazi support is going to come in handy. That's the one time I think you want you want protection. Uh, you know, make sure no one's getting too close to him. Donald, any thoughts on the shower massacre? There were a lot of fine people on both sides of those shanks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that because it's brilliant. Um, and it's true, probably. That's the best part. That it actually is. Hello, guys. I'm finally here. Yeah. Your dad's back. <laughs> Evan, you owe me four cigarettes, Evan. I don't want to bring it up, but if I don't get those four, it's going to become ten before you. You don't want to earn that ten. You don't want to know why you have to earn the ten, Evan. <laughs> Uh, you, once again, you've got the show coming up. Are you, I will ask one last thing before we, 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 we were to talk about tonight's show or tomorrow night show and uh, Saturday night show. Uh, are you, are you heading back on the road? Are you going to be out somewhere before too long? Uh, let's see. So this weekend, Comedy Corner Underground, downtown Minneapolis, seven corners. It's the basement of the corner bar. Uh, and then I think I'm, I, I don't think I, I might be depending on whether or not he's bringing, uh, an opener. I may be opening for Jay Moore at the House of Comedy the first weekend in March. Or not March, May. First weekend in May. Yeah, and then uh, first weekend of June is the Denver Comedy Lounge, and the last weekend of June is Last Comedy Cafe in Tucson. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. If, If that comes to fruition in May, let me know. I'll make sure we talk about that as well, okay? Absolutely. You got it. Cool. Uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, Comedy Corner out in Seven Corners. Stop on by. It is Robert Brill, Max Chapman, uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, is it two shows each night? 
Uh, no, just one show. One show at 8 p.m. Oh, 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. Uh, on both uh, Friday night and Saturday night. I'll put a link out to Comedy Corner so you can get tickets. Robert Burrill, Robert, as always, my favorite comedian. You are more than welcome to come by this show anytime. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, my friend. Hey, thanks, Matt. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. You got it. Robert Burrill, folks, uh, let's take a break. Come on back. Uh, to wrap up the show when we do return. It's the Matt McNeil Show on AM 950.